to work. In order for wealth rehab to happen, you have to admit you have a problem. Now, I need your feedback. You got to be with me on this, and I can't even stand up here, family. Y'all know how I get down. Let's talk. So, um, a question was asked, and a study was done where they studied hundreds of thousands of people to try to figure out what would they decide. And I want to poll you and ask you, okay? They asked a group of people, would you rather make $50,000 and everyone else makes $25,000? Would you rather make $50,000 and everyone makes $25,000? I mean, you make 50% more than everyone else, correct? Would you rather make $50,000 and everyone else make what? $25,000. Or would you rather make $100,000 and everyone else makes $200,000? So option one. Would you rather make $50,000 and everyone else makes $25,000? Or would you rather make $100,000 and everyone else makes $200,000? Okay, let me say it one more time. Would you, option one, would you rather make $50,000 and everyone else makes what? Or would you rather make $100,000 and everybody else makes $200,000? Now, what, option one, raise your hand. Option two, raise your hand. Ooh, I like this room. Do you believe? that the studies show that 54% of people would rather make $50,000 than $100,000. Why? They said because 100 ain't 100 if everybody else make 200. They felt like that the value of the money is not the same if everybody else makes more. Because in most people's mind, wealth is nothing more than having more than everybody else. So they felt better, 54%. Now, Harvard Research did this study. You can look it up. These were real people, a real study, and 54% of people chose the 50,000 because they felt as if 100 don't mean nothing if everybody else makes 200. Now, while we're rehabbing on money, we have to rehab a few other things because some of us make statements like, I only have 3,000 followers. Would you rather have? <laughs> now, take any place that you could possibly think of or any event. Do a virtual event. If 3,000 people showed up, it's a success. Do a webinar. 3,000 people show up, it's a success. Do a live event. 3,000 people show up, it's a success. But 3,000 people click the button to follow you for absolutely free, and you said, I ain't got but 3,000 followers so I don't post. Wow. Do you see how you see this thing? That maybe, just maybe, it might not show up in just dollar exchange. But the same thing that relates to wealth rehab is showing up somewhere else. That we have to rehab how we see things, how we see people, how we see resources, how we see money, how we see time. Because wealth is not connected to the dollar. Wealth is connected to all of these things. Make sense? All right, so we got to cook. How do you know if you need wealth therapy? How do you know if you need wealth therapy? Let's go to the next slide. Oh, yeah, I got to control the slides, right? Oh, y'all got me. Number one, if you waste a lot of time to make a little bit of money. Now, while we're here, since we family, I got to admit to you some of the issues I had to work through as it relates to wealth rehab. When I first moved to Atlanta, I, I, now, you might be like, like me, I love hotels, like hotel lobbies on down the line. It just feels good, especially when I was broke. Like going in there and I ain't have no room or nothing. Anybody know where the sundial is in Atlanta? 
Man, I used to go to that hotel. Now, parking is super, super expensive, especially downtown. So I used to, here's how, here's how sick I was. I would set the alarm on my phone, I would work at a hotel, and parking was free back then for an hour. So I would park, set the alarm for 45 minutes, pack up my stuff, run outside, move the car out, move the car back in, and I would do it every hour. <laughs> We've got to pause right there because I'm in the giving mood. I decided to offer you a free gift, absolutely free. Now, I tell you all the time about turning your ideas into online income, but how am I going to tell you to do something and not provide the resource for it? There's so many questions that people have online about what should I post? How do I get my engagement up? How do I get people to click the link in my bio? Buy from me. What should I sell? Whether it's an ebook, an online course, how much should I charge? How do I launch? How do I do a webinar? You see what I'm saying? So I decided to create a free training and give it to you that you can utilize to learn how to literally take the services that you do or the ideas you have and build a successful online company. Go to www.monetizewithmarcus.com, my gift to you. You're welcome. <laughs> I'll do it every hour. Every single hour, because in my mind, I ain't paid for parking. Right? Now, you might not be doing the thing that I did as it relates to wasting a whole lot of time for a little bit of money, but who can be honest and say, in some area of your life, bro, I, I, do, I do do that. You know Canva is not your thing. What you doing? I'm just trying to get these, get these slides together. You know you can pay somebody $3 to do that, right? You know you can pay somebody $4 to do that, right? You know somebody, you can pay somebody $5 to do that, right? So for the price of a cup of coffee, you could have saved yourself two hours. But how many of you waste a whole lot of time to save a little bit of money? Be honest with me, family. Yes, yes. Why? Why do we do this? It's one of the toxic traits related to our need for wealth rehab. We don't see money, nor do we see wealth, as a tool that we use to own more of our time. Family, I, all I want to do is make more money so I can exchange my money for somebody's time that values my, morning, my money more than, they, than I value, more than they value their time. I'm going to say it one more time. All I want to do is make enough money so I can buy somebody's time who values my money more than they value their time. I'm going to say it one more time so you get it. All I want to do is make enough money so I, can, so I can give somebody my money who values my money more than they value their time. Ain't that what a job does? You want and need the money. They want and need freedom so they pay for your time. You, you sell your time to them and that's what they use it for. Now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I can clean my own home, but I pay somebody. Why? So when you start planning out your wealth plan, and if you were multi, 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 multi-billionaire, what are all the things you wouldn't do? Talk to me. What are some of the things you wouldn't do? Paperwork, cook. So we. So who who would who would who would immediately hire a chef? So most of us would exchange our money for a chef, right? I would definitely get me a trainer, and I'm talking about a trainer who knock on the door and be like, come on, bro, come on, come on, no, no, come on, come on, come on, we got to get that workout in. I would get a nutritionist to plan what goes into my mouth. I would make sure I get an herbalist to make sure that the right herbs and supplements go into my body. I would get a driver to make sure I never got to drive so I can do whatever I want in the car. I would definitely get myself a PJ because just life just feels better up there. Ain't nobody telling me, sir, buckle up, put your seatbelt on. Put seatbelt, seatbelt. 
hey, seat, seat upright, seat upright. Don't they do y'all like that? You're like, if you don't get your hands off my seat. Seat upright, seat upright. I wouldn't have to hear, oh, yeah, this is your captain. Oh, oh. Don't they all do that? Oh, oh, oh. Do they teach that in pilot school? Oh, oh. Now, just think about what just happened. The moment you pictured wealth, all you pictured was giving away money to buy other people's time to do things you don't want to do. So your association to wealth is giving away money. <laughs> that thing stank like somebody. <laughs> your association to wealth, every time you picture your future and you picture you making more money, you picture you giving more money away to buy other people's time. But if you look at the habits of your life, you typically waste a lot of time to save a little bit of money. Wow. Can I tell y'all, I'm telling y'all about my family. Can I tell on my dad real quick? I'm going to make sure he see this. My dad, now you got to think, my dad was born to a father who was born into slavery and a mother who, who survived through um, the first depression, right? Night, what, early 1911, et cetera. So you got to think, he grew up that way. My father had bought a, I remember bought a Lexus and it said premium only. He would fill the car up halfway with premium and then switch it to regular and mix it together to save money. After about a year and a half, not, 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 man, I don't know what's wrong with this car. They didn't sold me a bad car. No, no, sir. <laughs> no, they did not. My father goes and gets the car wash and then say, I'll let it air dry. Three dollars to dry. You know the little machines you can put it in. Now you're laughing at my family, but some of us are doing this. Because I, the way in which we buy things, we start trying to put together the pieces. Okay, well, I mean, I need, I kind of need the funnel, but I don't need the this, but I need that. But I mean, I got the information. If you could just, like, you know, I don't need the whole business thing. I just need help with sales. Well, sales is a derivative of messaging. And messaging is a derivative of the offer. And the offer is a derivative of the marketing. And the reason you're not making sales is because your messaging is off, your offer is off, and your marketing is wrong. So you don't need sales. You need a whole new plan. You need a new engine. So you got a cute Lambo with no engine. Beautiful brand, beautiful colors, beautiful name. But is the car going somewhere? Is the business going somewhere? All right, let me, let me talk with you instead of at you. I'm sorry. I was, I was talking like a granddad who, was, who had all spades. Give me that right there. Give me that right there. Who know that person to be slapping that thing down like that? Ah, give me that right there. All right, let me get the next one. Number two, we celebrate in consumer environments. What does that mean? Anybody ever remember that time in your life where you found out you was getting a raise? So you went that night and spent the money you didn't make yet? <laughs> Bro, they just told me I'm getting a $2 raise. We're going out. We're going out tonight. <laughs> so you go out that night, and you spend $300 on a $26 bottle. You go inside of a room and pay admission to listen to music you had on your cell phone to sit on a couch you just left from your house. You should quit working for free. How did social media hire all of us to be their workforce? We're on the app posting videos, going live, creating reels. We do not get paid when we create content on social media. They do. 
by selling our content to advertisers. But how do you actually build an online business using social media? I want to break it down for you and give you access to it. There's five simple steps. I'll tell it to you in a few seconds. Step number one is client attraction. I'm going to show you how to actually attract clients that will happily pay you what you're offering. Step number two, how to capture them. How do you get their emails? How do you get their phone numbers? How do you get them to show up to your event? Be on your Zoom calls. To what I refer to as client dating, it's where you nurture a relationship with people to get them to say yes to whatever you're offering. And I'm even gonna show you what type of content to create that gives you brand visibility and brand recognition. I call it social media secrets. You get access wherever you're watching this video, you'll see it in the description and you'll see it beneath this. Let's get back to the episode. <laughs> Let me rewind that back. You pay $20 to park your car. Make sense? Your car, park your own car. Hey, you want, you want to shoot me 100 so I can park, leave it up front? <laughs> right? To go into, to pay an admission to go into a room, to listen to music you got on your cell phone to sit of a couch you just left from, to pay $300 for a bottle you just paid $26 for that you was pre-gaming at the house for. Now, how many of us know a ton of people that need wealth rehab because that's how they celebrate in consumer environments, but call themselves entrepreneurs? What entrepreneur you know would be, or CEO, would be excited about wasting money paying four, five, six, ten, hundred times the price on something they know isn't valued at that. Oh, so most of us, this was my toxic trait. I celebrated all monumental moments of my life in consumer environments. That, listen, it's not a celebration of my birthday if I'm worse off than what I left. If I spent money I shouldn't have spent. Are y'all catching what I'm telling you? Now, let me not sound like the old Grinch grandfather. I'm not saying go, don't go celebrate and go, go, go turn up. But I'm saying don't spend, for what you, don't spend for what you want and borrow for what you need. Don't spend for what you want and borrow for what you need. Don't make excuses of, of why you should buy what you want and then talk yourself out of paying for what you need. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Uh-oh, wealth rehab. Well, rehab, this is heavy already, isn't it? How many of us are already seeing, I think I got a problem. <laughs> oh, I think I have a problem. Let me, get, let me tell you one last, one other, one other mindset shift. If I would tell, not you all, but people that's not here, that we were having an all-white party, people would, people would pick out the outfit before they buy the ticket. They wouldn't show up. They would fly from another city where nobody's seen you in that white before. They've been to an all-white party before, but they ain't going without a brand-new white outfit. <laughs> but then get in the same room, and if there's merchandise or if there's books or anything, how much is it? Oh, it's $30. Ah, let me see. Okay, I I, I, I'll get back with you. I think I left my wallet in there. I'm just showing you the, what, that most of us need rehab surrounding money. We spent 100 on steak that goes into our mouth and releases out of our body. But we're hesitant to spend 100 on our mind. We spend more on what we put on us than what we put in us. And when life hits us, you can't reach inside your closet and grab Louis, Gucci, Chanel. You got to reach inside yourself. When that accident almost took me out, when I got hit by a car on a motorcycle and knocked in the air, hit the ground, and couldn't do anything for a minute, I couldn't reach. I reached inside myself and pulled out 23 books in three and a half months. 